This is like the first time that like we're on opposing sides to a topic, I guess. Maybe. That's I wanted to say first that uh I apologize for the rendering of my computer and the audio of the almost the entire episode last yeah. time. I I don't have a lot of free time. Yeah. Um, harsh. I apologize. At least it wasn't the entire time, but it, it ebbs and flows. Okay. Also, uh, I've, I feel like I've officially reached dork uh, level obsession with Fox Maka this <laughs> afternoon. Oh um, yeah, that's accurate. Because I'm the one. I'm the. I found the news. That's the reason why we're having this conversation today. Also, and among also, other things. Um, among other things, I also bought the graphic novels. I'm so, you bought the yeah. graph. You bought the graphic novels. Yeah, because I want more content. <laughs> yeah, I I want to buy that vinyl so badly. It looks so cool. It's probably like two hundred dollars. <laughs> the the one of the versions the they have like a like a special edition version of the third graphic novel on exclusive to critical role is it was literally a hundred dollars what i'm like did i'm not buy that it. no i did not that's way too much for a book even though i love them i'm like i love you but not that much <laughs> i okay. bought i bought i bought the way cheaper ones on amazon <laughs> okay um so uh this is an episode titled mighty nine plus the boys' animated shows, Amazon's obsession with expanding franchises. Is it a detriment or not? This is a discussion of the announcement on new Mighty Nine show and a discussion on the different boys' animated shows, discussion on Critical Role as a company, how this might affect the production of Vox Machina, discussion on this deal with Amazon, and how it might be a detriment to Critical Role or not. So Also, you need to work on your titles. They need to be shorter. <laughs> That's my... <laughs> Let me start I'm just my shit. <laughs> for the record, for those of you who don't know, because you have to preface it like that, for those of you who don't know, Mighty Nine is another one of Critical Role's campaigns. So, Fox Market is one story that they tell, and then... Mighty Nine is the one that came after Fox Machina. Anyway, Critical Role, the creators of Vox Machina, have just announced a massive deal with Amazon where we will be getting a new Mighty Nine show plus a movie, which the topic of which has not been released. Julie and I have been discussing the new Mighty Nine show and how it might affect the production of Vox Machina. But I believe this pertains to a wider issue with Amazon Prime milking popular franchises, i.e. the boys, and how I believe this has been a detriment to the boys. The deal with Amazon means that Critical Role is now funded by Amazon Prime and is no longer an independent company. Uploading shows to Amazon, which is how most of Amazon Prime's content works. The problem that I feel with this is Critical Role is a small team that has a genuine love for these characters. And the universe, and I fear that this deal with Amazon may turn Critical Role into a bloated corpse of content, like how I feel the boys has become. Those are some strong words. What do you mean, <laughs> strong words? So, first off, so this is going to be like an argument, a long argument. It is an argument. Basically. We're not on the same discussion. side. Discussion. We're not on the same side. I'm, okay. I, lo- I love the boys. Um, I thought that when they, it might not happen everywhere, but at least in New York, they, uh, some of the Amazon trucks, they like put the, some of like the satire-esque, um, advertising that they do in the show, they put it on their trucks and on their boxes and stuff. And it was really cool. It felt like for someone who likes the show, it felt like it was kind of bleeding into the real world, which is like what it's supposed to be. The point of the show is that satire on superheroes and that they, in reality, they would kill us all. Real life. Um, it was made real life a little more entertaining. Uh-huh. 
But for those of you who don't know, the boys also has a little animated um, uh, spinoff series that's just a bunch of little vignettes of stories from different characters' point of view, mostly made by celebrities. Isn't there, um, like, three? There's, like, what? There's, like, 12 of them. How many? No, how many? The 12 bullet, episodes. Like, there's Diabolical. I'm getting to the other one. Okay. And now... They're making another spinoff called Gen Z- Gen V, which is gonna be um, superhero um, people who have Compound V. They're gonna be at a college and learning how to be a superhero, which sounds familiar because it's also the same story. It's one of my favorite stories of all time. So that is stupid. <laughs> it's not a stupid story. I just why do you have to make it a boy's story? Because anyway, sorry, sorry. We're, no, I'm. I'm. I were explaining. Um. So that's happening. Oh, also the short series won like an award or something. By the way. that. Why? It was great. <laughs> I loved it. At least one of the episodes or two of them won awards for like Stupid. best animated short or whatever. Stupid. I liked some of them. I didn't like all I of like, them, but I liked a lot I, of them. I like the boys, the show. I'm not, I understand it flushes out the world more, but I'm not a fan of, what's the name of the shows? I just call, I don't know the name of, the official name of the animated Diabolical. but the other one, Diabolical, yes. See, how do you know that more than me? I like watched it like three times. Um, And then the other one is Gen V, is the name. As it came come out yet. So, she's of the opinion that the boys animated shows are a good thing. I so the difference between the boys and Critical Role is the boys. What are you there doing? Sorry, we mentioned box pocket. <laughs> no, sorry, don't do that. I, know I didn't even know you had that though. I know that's why I wanted to scare you. I wanted to see your reaction. Anyway, <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> Um, shout out. You just interrupted me. Um, <laughs> we should have. If, like, no, only ring that bell if it's an unrelated sh- episode. <laughs> We're actually talking about the show, so it's fine. But if it comes up, like, in an unrelated episode, you should ring that bell. <laughs> <laughs> because it just shows that it's always on our minds. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So. The, okay, first of all, before, before we, we get into the argument. The reason why we're so obsessed with talking about it. That's an understatement. Is because this is the first show that Ava and I have, me and my sister have watched together that we are both equally obsessed at. I've been telling her this whole time that she has not seen Obsessed Julia when she really, really, really loves something until she now. She texts Because me I, can, <laughs> I can now express to her my obsession. Okay, continue. And I appreciate that. So the difference between the boys and Vox Mach and Critical Role is Vox Machina was independently funded by itself. And the boys was always an Amazon IP. It was always funded by Amazon. It was pitched to Amazon. It was always funded. It was always their property. But because Critical Role funded themselves... And it's actually amazing. The first three episodes were made on Kickstarter, which is really cool. Shows how powerful the fandom is. I think it's a detriment that they signed this deal because not that it's not good that their company is growing and evolving and, you know, they have more money and stuff, but it's kind of like... I don't want their deal with Amazon to turn them into this content factory where it loses the passion. And also, I don't want them to delay Fox Machina Season 3. <laughs> um, I don't know when Mighty 9 is coming out. They haven't released like any Amazon trailers like with the like animation and stuff. But... I I I like the character designs. I think it looks cool. I just feel like you you should they should have stayed independent of Amazon so they can do things at their own pace. 
and they could put out on as much as they want or as little as they want for the record the amazon the animation company i was watching a little bit of an interview that they were doing on the amazon youtube ch- or no the critical role youtube channel they were amazon was making them do a lot of promotional stuff and it was a q and a of the for the last two episodes and it was the boys of Vox Machina and um, the per- the person who works for the animation studio who designed the characters. And he was saying how closely they've been working this whole time. Um, and so let's look at this from their perspective. There, there are eight people, eight, eight, yes, eight people who are best friends who probably met in college or through the industry or whatever and they all have this thing most of in them common. are voice actors that's what i'm saying they're all they're all voice actors oh they're all voice actors so they're all people who met um who met at some point and they're best friends and um they start a company together two of them are married yes two of them are married they start a company together it's becomes super super successful and now, in, re- in three years ago, all these people who loved their stuff gave them $11.8 million so that they can make what they've been wanting to make for so long, an animated show of one of their favorite stories. And they have a duty to their fans who donated so much money to give them what they asked for in the Kickstarter, which was Vox Machina and a Mighty Nine animated show. And as business men and women, it's in their best interest to use the giant influx of cash as wisely as possible, which is they've made a lot of new merch and they're made a set for their show and they are making two shows and a movie of one of those um, stories. So for, yes, I understand the appeal of having like this niche thing, but just for shits and giggles, I looked on the critical Reddit, critical role Reddit, and it's like 35, a good litmus test of a, of a fandom is that I feel like they're Reddit, especially in this community where most of them would go to Reddit to talk to their fellow uh, fandom. So it's like, it's over 3,500,000 people. So that's not that small. Like, that's like the FNAF um, subreddit. Um, And it's still not like Marvel or whatever. Um, it's, it's, It's just getting recognition that it deserves now. I'm not saying it doesn't deserve recognition. In my opinion, they should win an Oscar, even though they should, that they literally can't win an Oscar. But I, I just I I like. I just wish that the show wasn't part of Amazon officially like this, because I feel like Amazon is just like. They don't really care. I mean, they obviously they care about like the quality of the boys and stuff, but like, I just, in my opinion, Amazon has some of the best originals out of any streaming service. Like well, I have had, I've had more enjoyment watching the boys and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Invincible and Fox Machina than I have in most, in like the Netflix originals that I've watched. Well, and also, I feel like. Sorry, I feel like Amazon is the best streaming service they could have put this on because Netflix is now famous for removing popular shows or shows that haven't gotten off the ground yet. Yeah. Um, they and HBO Max canceled Tuca and Birdie. Uh, by the way, I learned that today. That, that makes me sad. sad. Exactly. Um, and un- made a lot of women unemployed. <laughs> um. <laughs> And HBO Max used to be considered the king of animation. Children and adult um, took out a lot of their um, anima- animation um, shows that they had. Um, so I feel like 
if it's gonna be on any streaming service, it's the best places to be on 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 Amazon. Because so far what? they haven't gotten a reputation for that, and I I love their shows. I love their the originals. way Amazon streaming service works. The Amazon in originals in quotes are you can upload anything onto Amazon if you have like if you set up an account that way. So. You can really upload, like, that's why there's also, like, a lot of stupid movies on there. Like, the movies that they... No, no, I agree. The movies that they purchased the licensing for aren't originals, obviously. But every Amazon original, whether it's produced by Amazon or uploaded, like, that's why they can have, like, like, they don't have to get greenlit, in a sense. Mm-hmm. That's why they can have so many crazy out there projects like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and The Boys and stuff. Well, The Boys was different. It was always produced by Amazon, but yeah. But your worry is that they're gonna become huge like The Boys, and I don't think that's gonna happen because of the world that we live in. People are always gonna. The, I don't think they're gonna become fantasy The Boys. I'm just saying that. I mean, obviously that would be <laughs> stupid if they did if they did the live action Vox Machina. That would be really that would stupid. wouldn't be fun. That would be I wouldn't. I watched like one episode of that, <laughs> <laughs> but I I obviously I know they're not going to become on that level where it was like that was like the next like big show. Like, I mean, there was a show like I I'd, I'd say like six when Amazon Prime just first started making originals they had this uh show that was popular enough that it was on their boxes and bags and stuff but we didn't watch it obviously no one we knew watched it because it was it was like this devil angel show whatever oh yeah but i don't think it's gonna become huge like the boys i just think that i like the person i like the idea of it not being this corporate entity it's just like made by made for fans by fans you know but it still is they're just boot they're just lifting them up more they're not if amazon isn't making them they're just pushing they're they're advertising them more on their youtube channel because literally the second season of a very successful first season just came out and they want to lift them up because they also the actors have a lot of charisma they have a good story that works for advertising because they they don't ha- just have to show like like they don't have to do what they did with Invincible where they had to make like a a low budget animation to show the out the progress of the show. They have charisma and they know how to be on TV and on camera and they they play off each other and they play off the interviewer and because just... unlike the cast of Invincible, they actually love each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that helps. So it's like they're trying to like give acknowledge this like startup basically. I always thought it was. I just always thought it was cool that these nerdy voice actors came together, made these characters, then live streamed it, and then decided to make a show out of it. And they produce their executive producers and everything, and they write for the show. Like, mm-hmm. if you look in the credits, they, they come up, like, six times, yeah. all of them. It's really funny, actually, if you watch it. Because, like, wait, didn't they already... Was it that? Who's... Wait, what? But <laughs> they, they, they're they really involved in the show. And I feel like if Amazon takes over the role of producer, in a sense, or, like, showrunner, it would change things. Because showrunners have the ultimate say... Well, Netflix they, the got only thing, no. Sorry, the only thing <laughs> HBO that Max not, got rid of Infinity Trade. <laughs> the only, the only, well, Tuka and Birdie for side side note, Tuka and Birdie got canceled off of Netflix, and HBO Max gave them a home, and then they stopped making Infinity Trade's not even on any streaming service. It's it's abandoned. Um, it was part of the great animation purge of HBO Max. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the only thing that they announced was going to change with Mighty Nine in particular was that the animation studio was going to be in a producer. 
which is fine because we love them. <laughs> Julia has a crush. They clearly executive. <laughs> I have a. Cr- I love their their anim- one of their animation directors. She posts the animatics on Instagram and she gives good commentary. Anyways, and she commented um, on one of Julia's things. We already talked about that. <laughs> um, they obviously collaborate. I was watching, like I said, I was watching the interview, and they were co- they obviously collaborated collaborated with Critical Role a lot like they were talking together they were playing off each other and they were mostly on the same page because he said the guy said the one of the people from the animation studio said that he loves fantasy so and obviously this is a they they recognize that this company isn't Disney they they have a face they have a name to the face they're not Disney they're not um, DreamWorks they're not uh, even Netflix, they're people who who made a really amazing story, and if they're much of a nerd as they are, then they're gonna work really well together. Yeah, N- nerds, nerds unite. Rule. They they united. They just they yeah, joined forces. Like you didn't the one of the animation directors say that she loved um, the she loved the, drawing uh, all the babies. <laughs> <laughs> she she loved, loved. She like, said, "Drawing the sad babies in season two. <laughs> <laughs> she loved um, the was it Vax and Keyleth. She loved them specifically. Oh yeah, she's she's team Vax and Kiki. There's no like, opposing. It's not like there's a love triangle. They're just being no, stupid. but like she's rooting for them. <laughs> Listen, for them. <laughs> when I was scanning through the Reddit, turns out they by this time in the Twitch streams they were already a relation in a relationship. I know. So, uh, uh, I'm aware of that. Apparently, the scene where they almost kiss, Vax actually kissed her. Bleh. <laughs> so take that with what, <laughs> take that with what you will. Wait, what's the, where's the clip? Hold on. <laughs> Talk. I'm gonna pull up the clip and put it say. <laughs> it's no. It's when they when they did the uh when they did the scene then the the in the Twitch streams when they did the 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 kiss <laughs> and they they were all like. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> I'll show you. I'll t- you'll see why they were like, "Damn it!" You guys are currently out of combat. Okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, clutching my bleeding belly, walk over toward Keyleth, and say that that was a close one. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like we've been here before. All oh, right. All oh, right. We have been here before. You know, I'm in love with you, right? And I kiss her. Oh! That's Percy coughing. <laughs> and then Matthew. And on that note, we're going to go ahead and take a quick little break. They're like complaining oh, like fuck. children just like yeah, turning, like, off the, turning off the show. like a soap opera for them. <laughs> it's like their dad pulled the plug on their TV. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, that, they're like, what? <laughs> Why dare you? Mm-hmm. I remember one of my favorite scenes from, I don't watch the Twitch screams I painstakingly read the transcripts because you're an idiot i, I don't know and that's a little crazy <laughs> my to me that's improv- a little much my favorite improvised scene is when <laughs> when uh talison percy's voice actor is just like wait can before we cut before we cut to break, I just want to do a quick scene, and, and that's how and that's how Vex and Percy have sex for the first time <laughs> because he could he's like quick yeah. cut, and then like Laura Bailey just went along with it. It was like, yeah, let's make it a sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's unrelated topic. We just really love this show. <laughs> no, but it's an example of like it's showing where. Why do we get here? It's showing that. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 um showing that they just have they have very good obviously the reason why the show is so good is because everyone involved 
either wrote or or extremely has extreme love for this sh- and respect for these people and love the show. Um, and yes, it is mildly concerning when <clears throat> a parent company gets involved a little too much. But one of the reasons I feel like there's either really, really good shows on Amazon Prime or really shitty shows on Amazon Prime is because of how they do it, is that their originals are people making their own stuff and uploading it, and it could get really popular, like The Boys or even Invincible, or not. And now this reveals... This reveals even further why Invincible didn't get season its season two release before the Vox Machina because the the animation studio just loved it. Hmm. Yeah, they were both released the same. As time. long as the animation studio gets along I, with Critical Role, I feel like that's where it matters the most. My problem is, I don't want the Amazon to be meddling in the story aspect. But so far they haven't. The They've proven problem? so far that they haven't. They've just been advertising them on YouTube, which is a good thing. They've just been re- making shorts with with the characters and 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 the voice actors. The reason why I compare it to the boys is because Amazon is meddling the boys. The boys, I could say, from season one and two, used to have stakes. You feared that main characters would actually die. But Amazon's meddling has prevented any characters from actually dying. Not that you want to see characters die, but it, the show has no stakes. You know every character is going to live. You know they're always going to come back, even if they're dead. They what? The show has no stakes because Amazon doesn't want the show to end. Though, but his... But Butcher's wife died. What do you mean that she was not got, a no, main one not, no one, no one got cares? revived. Who cares she, about Butcher's fucking wife? I do, because that was his mission for like season two, one and two, and then she fucking died. And but and now, yeah, but she was not about li- and then she died. It's not about life or death. Well, first of all, at the end of now, it's become a voice debate. At the end of season four. It's been a while since I watched it. At the end of season four, Maeve is now officially quitting. And basically, it's like the apocalypse ending where, like, now Homelander has the boy and he's unchecked and freaking Soldier yeah, Boy. Yeah, but no, Starlight could have died. She didn't die. Um, we don't even know what her power is, really. <laughs> yeah, but the thing about the boys is... They're never gonna kill. You think also. By the way, you keep saying it's an Amazon original. It's not. It was an IP. I know it was it a, comic a comic book. I know it was a comic, but the comic was shit. <laughs> How do you know? I just. Anyway, I just feel like they created a scenario where there's no stakes because they just want to keep it going. And I feel like the thing about, obviously, in Critical Role, their universe, you can revive people and stuff. But characters can still die under cir- under the right circumstances. But Amazon might not want, like, let's say they want to do a big thing where, let's say, I don't know, Vax dies or something. Not saying I want that to happen. I love Vax. But... But the thing about the thing about what if the, Amazon is like you can't do that that's bad for ratings. Ava, the thing about Box Marketer though is that it has a beginning, a middle and an end that has already been written and documented multiple times. So and and they 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 can't like I my prediction 5 seasons max. Maybe four seasons of the movie, five seasons max. <laughs> four seasons. That's what um, you, you almost referenced Community just now. I never watched Community. One of the so jo- one of the like characters is like I know oh, Abed. Like, who six Abed seasons is. in a movie. 
You almost said it. You almost said it. <laughs> um, I never don't know if they're Community. actually gonna get five seasons. They the might. only that would the be cool o- if they got five seasons. I Anyways, the only <laughs> the only see, downfall I see having Mighty Nine and Vox Machina being aired at the same time, they think it's cool. <laughs> Vox, the Critical Role thinks that's the best day, their best day yeah. ever. But the only thing I could see is for the average viewer who is not a crazed fan. If I saw if if I didn't see it and I saw Vox Machina and then also Mighty Nine, I'd be like, why are they? using two of their most famous stories and ma- running them at the same time. Yeah. Finish one story and mm-hmm. then do the other one. So that's longevity. And also it doesn't confuse people. Yeah. Like me who are trying to figure out a timeline. <laughs> <laughs> I still need solid story of how the group got together because there's so many different versions of that story that's why i was hesitant to divide the graphic novel but now i'm like fuck it i have to at first i thought at first i thought percy wasn't even in it and i was like what the fuck i was like why would i want to watch so recently doesn't have one of the main characters (laughs) um it's funny because in the transcripts they have um this other character that is before Percy or like instead of Percy, Terry. Yeah, I hate. Yeah, that's why I'm so confused. It's either before Percy or instead, and it's so confusing. I don't like instead of Percy. I know exactly. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Who whose idea was that? <laughs> Maybe they had another friend, and then Talison joined. No, like... some of the characters voice other characters in the I know. Thing. Um. The only time I read a transcript, it was like, Sam Regal couldn't be bothered to be here today. <laughs> and it was like, you think he would tell us what, before he's not going to show up, and then he just um, That's I the just, only downfall I could see with having I agree. Mighty Nine and Vox Maga going at the same time. Because I'll watch whatever watch both, they put out. But I might yeah. get confused. Also, like, I might be oh, annoyed. This, yeah. Because so like, if, oh, if Mighty Sorry. Because the they're both in the same universe. So I might be like, oh, I thought that happened in Vox Machina. No, it actually happened in Mighty Nine. So. Yeah. If. It could be a little if, confusing. I'm going to be. If Mighty Nine isn't like. Because Vox Machina is special. Something special to me. Like. Obviously, like I said, I've, I've never been a fan of like fantasy like that. And this show has like reeled me in hook line and sinker in a way that very few things have ever done especially in this short amount of time but so that's a huge bar for mighty nine to have and this is just personally as a as a viewer if it doesn't reach the beautiful amazing gold diamond standards it will be very disappointing even if it's good it'll probably still be good no matter what it'll just if it's not Vox Machina level, like Vox Machina level is like my god tier of like fandom. Mm, I agree. I've been <laughs> I've involved myself in a lot of fandoms over the years, and this is I don't really I don't have the love that I have for every single frame of this show that I've ever had for anything that this I've show watched. Made even go on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> this show I've never done so much research slash analysis of my own in my life. <laughs> and it's um also, I you know how I usually say, you know, in our conversations personally that I would like to be Keyleth if I was asked to be any character? I changed Wait, my mind. What? I want to be Percy. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because he gets to be with Max. <laughs> I thought you wanted to be... I didn't know you wanted to be Keyleth at any point. I because she's just be the Percy. most powerful person, arguably. Yeah, that's true. If anyway, the personality I just... didn't hold her back, she'd be a god. <laughs> um... I just feel like I don't want them to be this content factory where the quality goes out. Yeah, but 
Okay, let's say, let's say that they make them expand on their story more. That just uh, gives Critical Role an opportunity to tell, maybe tell more stories than they thought they would get to. Yeah, but and then but, it but. it the thing about D and D is that there are so many versions of this one story with the same characters that you could just write it off as this is their this version of the story. Like that's what the wiki does already. They're saying this is everything that's written on the wiki is just is has been the campaigns and the actual game and the the books. Um, and now they, they are, they're writing a separate section for the show. So yeah. it could be like that, which is what I'm hoping, um, which would be cool to see because you could see different avenues of where the story might go. And then you can decide for yourself which one you want to be your headcanon. Hmm. Yeah, but if you just, just if you want to do that, just make more Twitch streams. <laughs> I'm not a live stream person. I'm not either. That's why I've been reading. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I've been but like I, the only hours. Like, it's like uh, two that's... hours. It's not that much. Books are long. I saw three hours on their YouTube channel. I saw five hours on one video. I might skip around a bit. <laughs> I didn't say I read all the way through. <laughs> Why don't you just read the... I don't know how you found the the transcript before you found the what I read, which is just literally a synopsis. I like what you read, too. I read that, too. Yeah, I found better. some funnies. Some funnies in there. You didn't know about the bathroom incident until I told that you. That was so funny. Because that wasn't <laughs> on the transcript. Or it was... It's just harder to it find was. the transcript. It is. You just have to look for it. I thought... I saw a funny one <laughs> where... When Vex, when Percy met Vex, he gave her all his money. What? <laughs> it said. Wait, no, 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 no. I'm going to quote it. it on the book. I'm, I'm going to quote it. Fine, fine. I'm going to quote it. <laughs> quote. <laughs> Percy stated several times that upon meeting Vexalia, he gave her all his money. <laughs> Why? That's not an explanation. I have to read the transcript to figure it out, but I'll I'll figure it out. <laughs> That's not an explanation. <laughs> I will read it later. I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm not sure if the wiki was half written by them and half written by fans. I assume that it's mostly written by fans because that's I how think wiki's supposed to work. Hmm. But it might be written by them, like them giving the character descriptions and stuff. Yeah, so Percy only appears in the second book of the graphic novels. Boo. I know. That's stupid. Yeah, but he's then, like a pivotal character in the show. <laughs> but then Taryn's not in the other two books, so I guess they swapped out or whatever. He died. He died. The way he died. <laughs> he died. He died a terrible But death. see, that's the, that's the thing. Like, our <laughs> headcanon is mostly the show, so we don't want to see not Percy in the group. <laughs> not Percy. <laughs> that's not name. It's just not Percy. <laughs> we don't want to see not Percy in the group. We want to see the, we want to see the squad. Our squad. Because literally so. the first season is all about him. Arguably, you can. I mean, it literally, it's, it's all about him and his revenge arc. I'm reading the. I just found it on the wiki. The whole explanation. <laughs> what Percy stated several times that upon meeting Vexalia, he gave her all his money. At some point, Percy spent several months designing and making bombs for Scanlan to use. Blah blah blah. He also wants to. Had to be a lawyer for Killeth when she was thought, thrown into prison. <laughs> <laughs> he did so well that he, along with Scanlan <laughs> and his Burt Reynolds ex persona, is considered to be the unofficial lawyer of the group. <laughs> I thought that was really I think funny. it's funny that the one thing that Percy and Scanlan have in common is that <laughs> <laughs> they're their legal team. <laughs> Fox Fox and Aloy. They look he looks like he could be in um what should we call it? Um uh Phoenix Wright. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. Don't 
Don't do that. <laughs> Don't say such things. We're getting completely <laughs> off track. Julia. <laughs> okay. No, what is it? What is Another it? one of his early accomplishments was to castrate a troll with a well-aimed shot. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, we're getting off topic. <laughs> okay. Getting off topic. <laughs> We're getting off topic because we love the show so much. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm just saying this has to do with head cannons. <clears throat> this is, it's still, that's the reason why we don't like Taryn. It's because, I, whatever, however you pronounce his name. That, because for us, that's why I feel like the show is an asset. Even if they write more than what the Twitch stream has. If they write new stuff. Then it'll just well, yeah, become another way to of, interpret this show, interpret this we, story. Because if uh. we were following the Twitch teams, Vax and Keyleth wouldn't be a will they won't they? That is true. <laughs> they drew it out for the show. <laughs> <laughs> I knew they were going to do that. Let that sink in. <laughs> I knew they were going to do that. They would already that was so Also, the vestige wouldn't be attached to him. <gasps> yeah. That, that's terrible. No, he could Why still. He's he still. He's still held to the Matron of Raven. If what I believe is true, from what I've read from skimming the wiki, because I try not to spoil it for myself, but I can't help myself. So I sometimes I dig a little too deep. From what I have interpreted, it is not attached to him like it is in the show. That's okay. The first thing this might be might or might not be a, just a reflection on my brain but <laughs> the, sorry the first thing that i thought of when we could when he was revealed to not be able to take it off my first thought was how does he go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> you're so mature you know. so, this is First thought. And I'm, I'm pretty like, sure it's just the not jacket. His pants I'm pretty sure it's just the jacket. No, his pants changed. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure the vestige is the jacket, not the not his his pants to his boots. The only character they showed going to the characters, I should say, going to the bathroom <laughs> were Grog and Scanlan, because of course. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was my first thought. They, they're I not going to answer that. I mean, if you want to, like, go on a Twitch stream just to ask them that, <laughs> I, would pay, I would pay to watch that. <laughs> I just, that uh, was my first question. I'm upset about that because I hate that it's attached to him, like, the like unlike the rest of the messages. I hate because that. Because he's still, he's still in the, in the, in the canon of the Twitch, he's still attached to the vestige. It's just he can take it off. Yeah, but he can't take it off in the show. I know. Well, it's a visual representation of probably a long explanation in the Twitch Yeah, but that means he can't get tattoos. (laughs) (laughs) He can't get tattoos. I would die. I would die because I love tattoos. I have several. I have almost a sleeve at this point. I just, I would be very sad if I was like, I can't show them and I can't get any more. (laughs) Well, so I know that he could take it off in the thing because they, so... Yada yada yada. He has a, a branding from the uh, uh, like the collat. Once again, time is a flat circle. <laughs> um, the class they treat the class and the takes anonymously in the show, but it's two different things in the books and in the Twitch streams. So the the take is basically the same thing as the class, um, and. Vax gets branded by them, and he doesn't want to be part of them anymore. So he asks Keyleth if he can do it. She could do anything about the about the burning about the burn. So she instead she puts her hand on his shoulder, and then she burns her hand into his shoulder. So it looks like her hand instead of the class symbol, which is adorable. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Again, I was reading it because I I guess I like. Reading. But that there you go. There's another. <laughs> there's there's the first, and that's already happened. That it's it's already diverging, which is fine. It's fine yeah. for us. I mean, probably, there's probably a fan out there who's pissed off. 
because they've been there since whatever. That's that's another reason why I won't go on the Reddit because I don't get my head bitten off. <laughs> They're like, you're not a real fan. You only you came fan because of the show. And I'm like, yes, because I don't. I never expressed an interest in Dungeons and Dragons. The first person I dated, they liked Dungeons and Dragons, and I was like, uh... <laughs> I'm like, you're attractive, so I'm gonna let you talk about it, but I don't really care. <laughs> And now I'm just like, I would love to play. <laughs> I need enough friends. Though. Yeah, my first exposure to Dungeons and Dragons was just a character, and a, two characters in a book who were just really nerdy. And it was, I, the, obviously the author was a big fan because he writes a lot of fantasy and like uh, LARPing. The, the first experience I ever was give exposure to LARPing was in Gravity Falls. Um, Seuss likes LARPing. I was like, what the hell is that? Um, I think but yeah, it, 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 it exposed it to me in a way that showed that it wasn't just for super nerdy people who are just huge dorks. It was a way for this character to express their friendship towards the other people he was living with. My... My first, my first exposure to D and D, and I think a lot of people's first exposure to D and D, was in the show Stranger Things, because a large part of the characters, the main cast, is about how much they love D and D, and they name the villain after one of the a very powerful villain in D and D. They name it uh, Vecna, or the Demigorgon. No, the Demigorgon. Sorry. They name it the Demigorgon, and another villain they name Vecna. And that's named after D&D characters. And I think a lot of people got exposed to D&D because of that, because of how popular that show was. And it it was like one of the main things that stayed continuous throughout the entire show was D&D playing a role into the show. And it became like this over this running, not gag, but like a running theme throughout the show that these characters love playing D&D. Yeah, it was in in the in the book series that I love so much. Um, it showed that you didn't have to be a super nerdy white male. Let's be honest to play D and D. It was like the stereotypically popular girl and stereotypically popular guy, and um, could all play this game, and it was just like a way they bonded. <laughs> Yeah. I don't have enough people in my life that are willing to play a three-hour game, but <laughs> I don't know. I would like to play it. I would like to try. I don't think I... I don't think I'm creative enough. I, I can't yeah. improv on the spot. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I mean, said, I, I'm not a fantasy person. I just like the story. I don't think I could be the dungeon master. That takes a lot of creativity. But I think if someone gave me, like, a character list, I could do it. But I could see the appeal in watching them play it. Even yeah, if you I don't play Yeah, I see that them. totally. Because that's I why, why, like, I, one of my favorite, up. yeah, one of my favorite YouTube channels, um, Recreo, they are, they, they basically do that, but they just riff on any, like, pop culture topic or TV show or, because they have them playing themselves in an animated world. And one person is the dungeon master, and they basically they the dungeon master assigns them like let's say they do the Avengers. One person they decide who which Avengers they're gonna be, and then they just make a story. And they even use dice and stuff to decide things. That's cool. Like, That's it's basically, basically that. D and D. Exactly. They base and they did an episode on D and D, um, and it was interesting. Yeah, it was actually funny. So, the dungeon master. Um, she was uh she kept messing up the the words because she was like a long sentence, and then <laughs> he was like, "Wow, you read hard for this scenario." And she's like, "I didn't write this." Is like negative eight intelligence. You could just lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So yeah, I totally understand. I could see the appeal of watching someone do that. I just don't think I could do that because I, the a don't have enough people to do that with, and b. It's a long, it's a long game. <laughs> it, is a long, it takes multiple like you, you know, have to go keep ahead playing. to do like a mission or yeah. Or well, that's why I like 
I was like watching like a video about like all the D and D references in the show, and like doors, the their 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 struggle with doors is because that's a thing in D and D. Like you have to answer puzzles and stuff for <laughs> to open a door. That's one of my favorite bits in the whole show. That that in the first season. Oh my god! I yeah. That's what I do. The show was special. I made a whole. I loved it. I loved it so much. Just like the boys trying to get into the door, and then Percy's just like, "I'm gonna find a window," and then he falls out of the window. Yeah, like, that's probably his like stupidest moment. That's his <laughs> best moment. That's his funniest moment in season one for sure. Yeah, especially once he's still like all fucked up. Yeah, and then they get pissed thrown at them. <laughs> yeah, insulted injury. Insulted injury. And then he's like, she's like, why do you smell like piss? Picked it up along the way. I need to work on that. I need to work on that Vax and Vax video. Yeah. <laughs> I, the only videos that I see that I... I kicked it with my foot. The only videos that I've seen that aren't made by Amazon or Critical World that have obviously been able to be posted on YouTube are because they're five seconds. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, those shorts. YouTube shorts doesn't have like no, not YouTube shorts, not even YouTube shorts. But they're just five seconds of some of like what you like make commentary on is just the five seconds and then just cut. Literally, it can't be more than ten seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. I would totally if there was a whole community of people making edits on Max Mac and I would totally be just watch all post it on the Reddit. But else, but you might get your head ripped. <laughs> it's too long though, and there's too many of my own opinions in there. I don't. I th- is it too long? How long does a Reddit video need to be? I don't know. I've never watched a long ass Reddit video. They've just let. I believe that one point there was Reddit Live or something, but I don't. Know. Anyway, I, I it's sad because all those videos are just stuck on my desktop. I watch them, <laughs> but. You know, it's. I waited the whole season to finish them. But. Whatever. We're not going to get into YouTube's copyright laws. <laughs> I don't know. It has too many of my own opinions about the show in it. Especially. I don't know. I, I feel like if I post. Especially if I posted the one I made about the painting, I'd be really scared. Because I'm just like, don't. It's just my opinion. I didn't say it was bad. No, I wouldn't I dare do that. I wouldn't dare do that. The only Reddit that I actually like am like super involved in is because I know that I know a lot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can contribute the the book series that I talk about. Yeah, I'm more of an internet observer. I don't really post. I used to be really, yeah. Like, that's the, a lot. the that's the only Reddit subreddit that I actually like participate in. The other yeah, ones I'm are not just, a like, big. I like to watch and observe other people's opinions and fan art and stuff. The only thing that I really posted a lot on was TikTok, and I quit TikTok because it was stupid. I just got bored of TikTok. I know some people are like, what do you mean you got bored of TikTok? I mean, I got bored of TikTok. I had it for she a year. She got smart. She evolved. Julia, don't judge people for liking TikTok. I can totally understand. I will. Because it's huge invasion of pride in a world where I try my best to not expose myself to companies. It's a huge invasion of privacy and should have been banned. Julia's never had TikTok. She doesn't get it. Don't listen to that. I'm a higher. I'm. <laughs> I have a better brain than. Everyone. I'm a TikTok elitist. <laughs> you're not a TikTok elitist. You're just a TikTok naysayer. This episode has gone off the rails. It's more of just us talking. I might del- edit a lot. We need to quickly record a conclusion that we can keep talking. Why? I'll. I'll look over the footage and see if we have an actual episode. But we, we, I mean, like we, we did a we did the discussion. Yeah, but we had a. We talked about our concerns. Yeah, and then we talked about a lot of other stuff. (laughs) I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. Just do people really listen to people just have a conversation? That's what. 
podcast is. <laughs> Listen to the podcast, just like I don't watch Twitch streams yet. I post on Twitch. I mean, yeah. Twitch is worse. Twitch is as someone having a conversation with themselves while they play a video game. You talk to your chat. Talk to your chat. I would tell if I was a Twitch person, I'd totally watch the Twitch streams of this. But, you know, they might stop it. They might stop doing the Twitch streams because of all the stuff they're working on. In conclusion, <laughs> I have to state it like that. Else, Ava won't know where to edit the audio. Stop. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we had a. Th- I'm not. This- I'm, let me do what you asked of me. <laughs> this is gonna be hard to edit. <laughs> I'm gonna have to figure out what I prioritize. What like what's actually like worth you're still, saving? And sorry, you're, you're I, this is me. This me. is me talking out loud. I just have to figure out what's worth saving and what's just us talking about bullshit. In conclusion, I don't think the only. I don't think that Amazon advertising. A box market and more, and letting them do run two shows at once, and even give letting them make a movie, is a bad thing. I feel like it's great. It's great for them. They deserve it. They've they've stuck with what they love, and they made an amazing show. And the animation studio they chose is amazing, and they're willing to work with them and collaborate really well. Um, go for it. The only downside I could see to this is the Mighty Nine and Box Machina being played at the same time is from a business perspective and from a fan perspective it's a little counterproductive because they could have they could just do the whole Box Machina thing and then do the Mighty Nine and that and um it would be so they have longevity basically but mm-hmm. uh, I don't think that Amazon promoting them on YouTube because let's be honest, it's not like Invincible. No one's talking about the show, Ava, in real life. I know. And the only reason why you feel like it's more popular than ever is because now that we're watching things on YouTube and stuff, it's coming up in our recommended feed. Let's let's be real. Because they're always listening. <laughs> Heard me talking about it. And also you scrolling through the wiki isn't helping either. Also, also, when I click on the videos that you send me, it mm-hmm. shows that I want to see more of that content. Mm-hmm. I was really do. I've I've already accept. I I go through a boundary where I'm like, do I want the internet? Do I want Google to know that I like this? And then I'm just like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. What's your conclusion? <laughs> um, I got really. I got bamboozled this morning. Julia had to talk me off the ledge. <laughs> 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 I was kind of uh, tricked by some Ava. clickbaiting, and I was very upset that I watched. I just, you know, when you sent me that, I was just <laughs> laughing so hard in my head because I could totally see you be like, "What the fuck? That's so stupid. Why would they do that?" And then you're just like, "Well, shit." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my conclusion: <laughs> tell them what happened. Okay, uh, <laughs> I was I was bored in class. By the way, I saw that video. We did. I came up and I recommended. I yeah. <laughs> I was I don't watch YouTube shorts at all. Okay, let's just preface that. Um, then I see one that's like <laughs> I don't even want to say the title because it's stupid. Blasphemy. <laughs> it was blasphemy. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Keelith and Pi- Percy, Percy having, having an affair? affair? Question mark. And then I was like, "Holy shit!" And I was just about to drive home, so I thought about it, and I was ranting to myself in the car on my drive home. I was like, "This is just like all the reasons why that would be stupid for their characters." And why that doesn't make sense. <laughs> also that when I come home and I actually watch it, it's just stupid clickbait. And it was like five seconds. And then it was like Liam O'Brien making a joke. And then Marisha Ray and Talison being like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was very happy about that. But yeah, that made me, I was a little fucking, I was a little, I was a little creeped. I was not creeped out, but I was a little scared. <laughs> 
Now, um, what's your conclusion? Anyway, my conclusion is I don't like the big bad company ruining the good stuff. And, <laughs> and um, I just would rather it remain this independent company. And I agree with Julia with that they should release Mighty Nine after they're done with Vox Machina because that makes sense. And I understand that some fans who might really love Mighty Nine over Vox Machina might disagree and want the Mighty Nine show now. I just would like to remind you that other people exist. <laughs> Not to be rude, I just <laughs> want to remind you of that. Vox Machina came first. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. <laughs> uh, okay. Say bye. I feel okay. One more thing. I feel like if this is gonna happen on any streaming service, I feel like the safest place for it to happen is Amazon Prime. I agree, but I'm still mad. <laughs> if this was Netflix, I'd be very afraid. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting or, for the day. Sadly, I'm waiting for the. Maybe they won't because it's very good representation. I'm waiting for the day that they delete Sheer off of Netflix. I'm gonna cry why? because they might because they delete things that they're done with. They have, no, they don't delete. They just stop making. The problem with Netflix lately is that they've been like starting shows and then like canceling them or like in the middle of cliffhangers. Yeah, I know that. I've watched shows like that where it happened. I'm so sorry. There's a support group. There's a hotline for that. <laughs> Frustrated fans. <laughs> Anonymous. <laughs> there literally they there's a board, there's literally a bar a billboard in Times Square for like Return OC or whatever the show was called. Okay. We'll talk. We're gonna talk after this. Okay. <laughs> um so if you like this episode <laughs> If you like us rambling, you should consider watching, listening. No, you can't watch this. It's listening. You should consider listening. We're available on Apple and Spotify podcasts. Um, we are very two concerned fans, and that has been the episode. <laughs> Bye. Oh my god.